Sandra Conti and I'm Christina Conti Pineda and we are sisters and matchmakers here at Matchmakers in the City in Los Angeles right now. Also, Christina, usually you say, oh. also in New York, San Francisco, and Washington, D.C. Exactly. And I'm sorry, my neck. So now that I am no longer in um, my early 20s, my neck is like, I'm basically like a 75-year-old woman. Also, it's not because of I, that. It's because you, you I sleep slept on wrong. Oh. And it gets... I've always oh had my that. Gosh. My whole life, I've had it's that. It's not so painful. You're not, I'm not young anymore. I'm really feeling my age right now. <laughs> like, I'm really feeling the effects of aging, you know, like growing pains. Um, but and well, I'm feeling oh, the effects of a big pregnancy. belly. Exactly. So if you think I look bigger than normal, that is the reason. Yes. <laughs> Don't. The one time in my life that Christina will be bigger than me. <laughs> That's why you wanted me to wear this top. Oh, no, you look so precious. <laughs> I can't even look because of my age. Oh my gosh, you have an elder <laughs> and a pregnant woman. Wow, we're a, we're a dynamic duo today. <laughs> um, but anyway, you guys, we're so excited to be um, sharing some time with you guys today. We know it's been a we know it's been a really intense time right. and From we, one thing to the next. Yes. And we are just <sighs> sending you all literally so much love. Right. That's all we can do right now is send you love. Right. And um, we're always here. If you guys want to talk um, for a small fee, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, Anything is possible for a small fee. I'm, I'm totally joking. We're always here if you guys want to talk, um, but we're all we and can please do is do send our right, love right exactly now. and write any comments below and questions, dating, anything yeah. because dating and relationships never leave, even if there yeah. is a crisis going on or any Absolutely. crazy times. People are still thinking about love and how yeah. to be the best future wife, future husband, yeah. dater, whatever it is, we are here for you to, yeah. to help you through that journey. Absolutely. So let's hop right into it. Um, our first segment is We Couldn't Help But Wonder. As sisters, we grew up on Sex in the City. Now, as professional matchmakers in 2020, we're living in a very different dating landscape than the ladies once were. In the segment, we debate each question that Carrie couldn't help but wonder episode by episode through today's lens. So today's couldn't help but wonder. Christina, can, do you have your, are you able to see this? With I your can glasses? try, but oh, no. get really into like class do you want, do you want me to do it? Yes, okay, let I'm me read. sorry, you know how no, I am. No, it's fine. The Oxford grad <laughs> is having a bit of trouble reading. Well, um, it would be fine if I had my contacts, no, no, but no, of I course know. I don't. It's okay. It's fine. Nobody's perfect. Um, how many, okay, so this is from season one and this is episode six and the title of this episode is Secret Sex, okay? How many of us 
are out there having great sex with people we're ashamed to, to introduce to our friends. So that's Carrie's We Couldn't Help But Wonder. So let's kind of, we can bring this down to a more PG, PG-13, because we were actually informed that the YouTube viewers are a bit of a younger set, and that's mm -hmm. wonderful. Even though I think that our podcast our listeners are, are usually right. 20s, 30s, 40s, um, mm -hmm. that tends to be our viewership. But, and our listeners. You know, we'll still bring it, like, we also don't encourage, and I think that, like, a common thread is, like, Yes, we're we're doing a commentary on sex in the city, but we definitely don't encourage having sex um, with any with just anybody that you're dating. We we always say that it's always really important to wait until at the very minimum you're in an exclusive relationship, um, and then you know at the minimum if you're waiting for longer, that's beautiful. So let's kind of decode this. How yeah. many out? How many of us are out there? Out there are having great sex with people we're ashamed to introduce our friends. So I want to reframe this in, like, do you remember this episode? It's with, was it with Turtle, the guy who Samantha was dating, who was that man who was really unattractive and wore terrible clothing, then she took him shopping? Christina. Is that the episode, or is that a different I one? I think it may be. That was one of the little juggernauts of the, of the, the thing, of the website, of the TV show. I mean, oh my god, of the episode. The other ones that I remembered were like Carrie was with Big, and then they he brought her to this like little um, Chinese restaurant, and then Carrie saw her male friend, and I forget what his name was, but remember he met this woman who was like a butcher and worked at the butcher shop. Aww. She had this big curly hair. She was really like loving and warm and kind, and had the best personality. And he, this guy, really liked her, but he then. Um, and he, but he was like ashamed to be seen with her, okay. so he would bring her to this little hole in the wall Chinese food place. Uh, and then Carrie ended up seeing him there with that woman, and Carrie and Big, Big had brought Carrie there. Right. So that's why Carrie was like, Oh my gosh, is Big ashamed to see me, to be seen with me in public? So that was where, that was where this whole thing came from. I see. So we can though talk about like somebody that you're dating and you're just maybe right. like you so really take like out them. The sex component. Yeah, yeah. But maybe yeah. more of a dating. You really get yeah, we can you talk really more like dating. the person. You but may not even whatever yet, reason. But there's some reason why you'd be ashamed to date them. Maybe in you're public. in a Jewish community and they're not Jewish, mm -hmm. or maybe you're in a Christian community, they're not Christian, or they're not really practicing. Um, it may be that they're a bit thicker than what you would normally date, which I highly recommend. Um, <laughs> so with Christina now, you oh can gosh. relate to a bigger girl. Make this smaller. Oh my gosh, Christina, embrace it, please. As a as a curvier girl for myself, I will tell you, embrace it. But um, but yeah, maybe there, maybe it's a guy and he's shorter than what you would normally right. date. I feel like right. I'm offending like so many different groups right now. But what? <laughs> um, it's like I I always say I love short men. I love short men. I love I love it all. Um, but Christina, what? What do you think about this in 2020? Hmm. Is this still a thing? I wonder. I, I guess I guess it's just I'm not sure if people are that Shallow. ashamed. 
at this point to bring someone around. I, I don't But think I think the, so. it's the kind of the equivalent of like posting them on social media. Like if you're like like right. I, I, like for but there's a lot ways of, of of making the person look different on social media. That's why I don't you can whatever things you think are undesirable in the person you can make go away through positioning <laughs> through <laughs> any of that. You can. And I would yeah. say maybe certain I guess maybe a your family, maybe a fam in a family situation, if yeah. the family is expecting, or if they're like a, certain- a Persian Jewish guy, and they are expected to be dating a Persian Jewish woman, then right. you bring in a blonde, and then she's right. a, a natural blonde because Lord knows there are some Persian Jewish women who do a very good job at being blonde, not naturally. Yes, that's um, true. No, I mean I definitely stink. Stink. Oh, what I can't speak. I definitely think that they're they're. This is still a thing. I think that there are certain um, relationships that, and I think especially in Los Angeles, Mm -hmm. that are there primarily because the person physically fits um, or culturally fits what they should, who a person should be with. I think that's true. And I think that you see a lot Mm -hmm. of that in Hollywood. I think you see a lot of that with celebrities, with bringing, you know, people around, even with, um, celebrities that are working with, um, matchmakers or, or try or kind of in those setup relationships that are right. just for, um, to boost the their, yeah, just for the, the camera, boost their social media. Yeah, exactly. They is. have a movie coming up and they're doing, Oh, right. well we have, I have a movie coming up. She just launched an album or is like launching an AP. She just started working with this recording label and then they'll connect to them. Um, so I do think that this does very much still exist. So the opposite you're saying yeah. is that pe- people would go for, or who they think they would look yes. the best with for other reasons rather than absolutely the right person for them. Absolutely. Who they would fall in love with. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I think it's that's more of the issue. Right. That I think face. that's true. That's yeah. the difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's also pretty easy to hide a relationship nowadays. I mean, because you could also just be like, oh, I don't really post on social media. Also, if you live in a bigger city, like the likelihood that you're going to run into people that you know. But that that is, I mean, I think I think also that there are some guys who are just sleeping with women, and if yes, they're not that's true, if they're not bringing you out, or if you're just ordering in. Um, obviously during times of quarantine, you literally can't, um, all the restaurants have been closed, but now they're fine. Now they're fine. Oh, they were finally supposed to open. Yeah. And they will. Yeah, they will. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, I definitely think that there are certain men that just are, you know, using a woman to, for her, you know, to be sexual with her. That's true. So this is also true. I, I guess as a woman, you can kind of take account of your relationship and be like, okay, do we? go anywhere and you know is our date nights just me going to his apartment right um obviously like we said during times of covid and quarantine um that's all that you can do well that might have been that might have been but now even like going on hikes like doing things together that's right being seen me going to the park where other people are yeah yeah right yeah Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I think it's it's still a thing, but I would argue that the opposite is more true, especially for a city like Los Angeles. Mm. Um, And that's more of what I see as being as leaving people feeling a bit empty and like dissatisfied in their relationships. So I think it's almost gotten to a point where they wouldn't even entertain the idea of being with somebody who doesn't fit their physical or cultural like we were saying with the Persian Jewish thing standards right um, and getting, or would literally just sleep with them if they were in that yeah the other camp and also getting married for the wrong reasons mm-hmm. or that's what I talk about in that article that I'm going to bring up that did we're you going bring to post up your recently. article no we we haven't talked about it yet oh but we will at the end of the podcast we'll be posting a link to it at the bottom but mm-hmm. the main character in this book that I'm, I'm focusing on in the article, gets married for just those reasons. She fits the social echelon that he's in. It just, mm-hmm. it was, they kind of fell into it rather than she was supposed to be who he was going to marry rather than marrying for the sacrament and that real love. Mm-hmm. Love. Beautiful. Moving on. Um, so we have a little bit of a revamped segment. It's kind of a mishmash. Um, of our old celebrity relationship report and our old, we couldn't help but wonder, but um, for our listeners, for the newbies, this is, you know, this is what we've been doing all along, of course, but the new segment name is They're Just Like Us. In our new segment, They're Just Like Us, we discuss the top relationship-related stories and situations happening in pop culture today and how to apply them to you in real life. Um, Khloe Kardashian, so our first story, Mm. Khloe Kardashian posted a photo the other day that appeared to be quite aggressively photoshopped. Mm. It was either that or she's undergone like 75 surgeries during quarantine, which I don't think is the case. Mm. Did you see the photo, Christina? Oh my gosh. It was like the photo that launched like a thousand ships it was just a very usually with photoshop with like chloe does it pretty intensely but usually you can it looks like that person only kind of like an elevated version of that person but this was so beyond and i love chloe like don't get me wrong i love her but i think in my personal opinion it went it just went overboard. Right. It went to that next level of like, mm. this is this is too much. So in real life, is it okay to Photoshop your online or app dating photos? No. No, not like that. Definitely not like if, if you're describing this the way the way that it sounds. It sounds like she looks like a totally different person. Yeah. And I would say if, if it's, and most photographers do a little bit of editing with blemishes, that's not a problem at all. Mm-hmm. But if it's anything that's, we've talked about the Instagram, yeah, we, we talk about the this. Instagram things yeah. that give you the lift, makeup lift or whatever they're, I don't know, what are they called again? Makeup brightening. And that's not okay for for social media and for... Well, for online, online app dating. Because no. we've just talked about kind of generally social media and just mm. like our, 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 our kind of 
Um, what's the word? We can't use those photos either. Even if someone sends those photos to us, we can't show our other matchmakers. Oh, this is what she looks like because it doesn't. Yeah. It's not what she looks like. We, we need a realistic. Yeah. Yeah. Women are the ones doing this. I know. Not guys. Well, I've never had a guy, seen a guy Photoshop. I listen in that chair. Maybe they have. In that chair for Are You the One? And (laughs) after seeing, like, after being a professional matchmaker for almost nine years, I've definitely seen a few Photoshop photos. Interesting. But yeah, definitely more with the younger set. Yeah, because our our bachelors aren't doing that. Most of them, the problem is their photos are horrible. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, they're like grainy or, you know, they're just not, they're not big photo takers. But yeah, I mean, I think that, and it's, it's really important to remember that especially for online or app dating or working with a matchmaker, if you're so fortunate, um, but, or if you make a really great, amazing life decision working with a matchmaker, Mm -hmm. um, I think it's important to remember that you are, yes, you do want to get a lot of likes or you do want to get a lot of options. And I think that like, when you feel, when you, peel back the layer of like, okay, why are people doing this? That's why they want to have more options. But the problem here is if you are editing your photos for your dating life, when that person ultimately meets you in person, they, they're going to be very disappointed. Um, and it's not because you're not beautiful in person. It was a misrepresentation of who you are. And they were Mm -hmm. thinking one way, that's why I come to us and you won't have to deal with that. Yes. And (laughs) another thing is I always encourage men and women that I'm date coaching to really like display whatever it is about them that is different in their online or app dating. There have been studies um, done, specifically an OkCupid study was done a few years ago that um, showed women who were being like more authentically themselves. So say they had piercings like in one photo they like weren't showing the piercings but in another photo they were very much leaning into that element about themselves or like the piercings and the hair color or whatever like it's important if that's who you are lean into that because even though they were not getting as many matches they were getting more matches that were more targeted that were better for them so if you're just photoshopping yourself to look like every other girl who uses the same app that you're using um you're going to get a specific like you're going to just it's not going to be the men that are liking you are it's just not going to be a guy like the guy that's right for you, let him, you know, right. I completely have that agree. opportunity. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to say that I think that that's important to remember because it's advice. all about attracting your person. You don't need to, not every person needs to like you. No. That's, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> no. That's not the way attraction works. Right. Um, and thank God it doesn't. Otherwise we'd all be, you know, um, <laughs> Like it's true. It can feel it's like sometimes you feel deflated in your ego if you don't get as many likes as you were hoping for. But as Alessandra said, you'll get the ones who really mean. Yeah, likes or matches, kind of. That's what I meant to say. Like a like or a match or a message or even with a matchmaker. Like you know. But that said, 
we do know that there are certain types of photos that work better. Oh, yes, definitely. And For professional photography yes. is wonderful. Yes, and we but always... not every professional no, photographer no. can take good dating photos. No, that's why we have our special yes. photographers. So when you work with us, on, we <laughs> set that up for you so you don't have to worry about any of that. Um, maybe that's something we can talk about in another episode. But mm-hmm. moving on. Um, Christina, do you want to read the... Oh, never mind. Our next... Our our next um, question, or our next, uh, just segment. like, not segment, our next, like, thing, and they're just like us. Um, Scott Disick and Sophia Ritchie have, official, have officially broken up. So let me say that again. Scott Disick and Sophia Ritchie have officially broken up. In real life, what is the acceptable age gap for dating? Okay, oh, so I Scott Disick that. is okay. 37, yes, yes. Sophia Ritchie is 21. Right. They've broken up and gotten together a bunch of times. This time, it was an official statement. They are done. The, I mean, one of the reasons for their breakup, a lot of people are presuming, is because of, like, sobriety issues, which is really, really sad. Mm-hmm. Um, allegedly, I'm not, like, you know, saying right. that, but, um, which is very upsetting, But Christina, I want to talk about the age gap. 37, 21. What do we think is the acceptable age gap for dating? Well, we've talked about this with, remember we talked about Leonardo DiCaprio and his and then we talked about this when they started dating as well, Scott and Yes, but give me an acceptable age gap. I think because these the, the YouTubers we don't have that on YouTube, right? That's true. That's true, and I, it's difficult to say an exact number. We usually use a ten-year age difference when we're in our matchmaking purposes for women ten years above, for men ten years below. That's just usually men like younger women and women like older men. That's how it goes, but. I think well, there are some, some women people. like younger men as well. Let's not. That's true. Discount. That's true. There some are girls. There are. There some are. of our girls. <laughs> there are, but you know, we we want to make sure that the man is on the same page yeah, as definitely. as the women. And if they're looking for younger women, it's not going to work out yeah. if that's the case. And just, men definitely mature a lot slower than women. So well, not all. We have a majority. Do. I know, but me, not our our bachelors are know, on it. They're exceptional just, human yes, beings. Yes, they are. <laughs> they're exceptional. Yes. I mean, yeah. I think the ten year is like a widely widely understood and I think even for men yeah 10 years younger 10 years older you know when you start it you know I think though it's like post 21 like I think that that's important to say after the age of 21 that 10 year before the age of 21 I think it's like a three year is acceptable but then once you hit 21 that's when it's like okay then you're good to go 10 years up for women. Um, The thing is, though, I will say, I think that especially men in bigger cities, like, you tell me, like, the age of, like, a 31-year-old guy, to me, it just seems so young, right? Like, it does. It does. But then there are, we've had bachelors who have just hit it off and married women who are older than them. Yeah. It's not usually a big age gap when for the if a woman's older than them, 
but mm-hmm. it has happened. We've had some of our best success stories. Yeah, with the, a little with bit, those, a little bit I, older. I, I, yeah, I also think that a lot of times the kind of guys that you're talking about sometimes, Christina. So with the men that are at that place and they are more mature, and I kind of take back the whole thing of me kind of putting down men saying that they're more immature. There are also a lot of women that are 21, 22, 23, 24 who are just not Not ready. ready. They are not ready for love. And I've worked with so many men now that I'm thinking about it. Sorry, guys. I did really throw you under the bus because I have worked with so many men who really are like, I don't want to date a woman who's under 26 because a lot of those women, A, they are not looking for a relationship that will lead to marriage. Like a lot of them just aren't ready for that because they're young. They're just, they're out on their own. A lot of them for the first time, they're having fun. They're going out. They're spending time with their friends. They're still getting to know themselves. Their brains are still maturing until the age of what was it? 25. Your frontal lobe is still like, remember mommy always used to remind us. I don't know where the stat is coming from. Well, that it's mommy. Uh. Our mother used to always (laughs) tell us that your, your frontal lobe, has not fully developed until the age of 25. So that's why she was always so concerned about us when we were under 25. Interesting. Yeah, she would always be like, well, your brains are not fully developed. So like, thank you, mommy. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think that I think that it's the thing that's also something I want to remind people in general even though it's like sexy to think about like a young 20 something woman or even for women, it's like, you're like, well, I want someone who's, I don't want a guy who's above 40. (gasps) Oh, the odd. I think it's important to throw the age. The number doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't matter. It's about where are they in their life? Are you guys on the same page? Yes. Do you want to get married? Do you want to have kids? Is religion compatible? But more than that, do you want to get married? Do you want to have kids? What's your time frame for both of those? That's very true. You know, do that you want to get married so in one to one to one to five years? Or are you trying to wait in from five to ten years? Yes. The, that category, those categories are so much more important. So that's also why working with a matchmaker is amazing because we ask those questions. Yes. And it's yes. very difficult on dating apps and online. You're they're not asking those questions. They're just asking what's your age? When uh um do you want to get married? Do you want to have children? Not in how many years are you, do you want to get married? In how many years do you want to have children? Right? So that is- to me as a matchmaker and to us having done this Mm -hmm. for so long, I think that's what's important. It's true. I agree. And there are some people who, regardless of what age they are, they may be a more very erudite woman, a very smart, intelligent. That's the the word of the day. Yeah, it is. Erudite. But there are some, maybe the man might be older than was her initial, what she thought, or maybe older than the 10 year gap. Oh, absolutely. So there are Let some it. people. I love an older and who man. Would never, who would never fit yeah. well with the age that a little bit older than of the general public. It's mm-hmm. And it's also so special when you're working with us because we get to know everyone very mm-hmm. differently. And this is 
not an advertisement. I'm not, but I, this is actually, I'm thinking about specific bachelors and bachelorettes yeah. who we have seen, you know what? Wow. This is the perfect person for them, Christina. And it's worked out and it's just, mm-hmm. it maybe have been a little bit older, a little younger than they were thinking, but we've gotten to know them so well that we see this is the match. Christian preach. Today alone, I interviewed two men. Oh, yes. Re-interviewed them. Yes. Because they've been in our database. They're amazing bachelors. They actually came from different matches. And they were for the same bachelorette. For right? they were, yes. I had them, we had them in mind. Initially, there were two bachelorettes that are in the same age group, right. all of that. Right. They these men are the same exact age. Once I interviewed them, I on paper, it was flip-flopped. But then once I interviewed them, I flopped it back because they are the same age, but they are so in different places in their life. So those matches just got swapped. Um, But it's just, that's why it's so important. If we just were looking at age, we would have made the, we would have done it differently. It's true. So anyway, moving on, let's, let's keep going. Okay. Let's move on to... Mansers. Do you want to read that? Yes. In Mansers, we discuss a question that men have brought to our attention this week. After spending eight weeks in quarantine, I have, this is a man speaking, (laughs) I have done some soul searching and think that the common thread of why my relationships ended in the past is me. Oh, wow. I think I'm scared of commitment, and I self-sabotage as soon as something is getting serious. Why do I do this, and what can I do about it? This is a great, oh my great gosh. question. I'm so pleased. Wow. I'm proud of this bachelor for coming to this, ter- coming to terms with this, because that's a hard truth to know to realize about yourself that takes courage that's like self-actualization right there Mm -hmm. to like have that understanding yeah um christina do you want to start tackling this? i think you have the best first and then i'll i do with my all right Mm -hmm. why do i do this guys i'm going to tell you why you are horrified of commitment um, so the fabulous Dawn Maisler, she is a doctor and she spoke at a matchmaking institute conference that I attended. Um, I attend like all of, I try to go to as many as I can. Um, but she was at one of them and this stuck with me and she did a Ted talk on, the, on this as well. And it's called how you fall in love, how our brains fall in love. So essentially in a nutshell, men, the way that you fall in love is that When you are on the way to falling in love, your testosterone levels plummet, okay? Right before you fall in love, your testosterone levels are dropping, okay? It's like stock market march, okay? They're going down, (laughs) all right? Um, which interestingly enough about the stock market, it, even the lowest was like, I looked at six months, uh, six years ago, it was like still higher than in six years ago. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I just thought that was fascinating. Okay. Back to you guys. So guys, <laughs> your testosterone levels are plummeting. So for so many guys, for all men, if your testosterone levels are dropping, you're going to then take a step back and be like, 
oh my goodness, what is going on here? And you are going to say something isn't right, something isn't right. It's this. It's that woman. It's the relationship. And then you're going to find every and any reason why you should not be with her. Okay, because you are scrubbing, you're figuring out, oh my God, why is this happening? What is it? Oh, it has to be this. You're not, you're, you, uh, especially if a man has never gotten through this and then have experienced that, that, that hike again in their, in the levels of testosterone to normalcy. So mm. if you haven't, if you see that this is your pattern of constantly, whenever you're, about to be in a relationship, you just pull away and you're like, oh my God, oh my God, I can't do this. Sometimes. Let me look at all these other girls. Oh, okay. I feel better. Oh, I feel better now. I feel better. Right. This is you. I'm talking to you. That's it. Like it's that. So for those other men, that's why a lot of um, guys who are like in relationships, like, oh, they'll get out of one, but then they'll get back into a relationship and it will be fairly easy for them. And you're like, whoa, well, like how did that happen so quickly for him? Da, 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 da. Okay. Mm. So this is why. So men, you need to understand that you will regulate again and you got to push through this Mm -hmm. and it's going to happen in any relationship that you find yourself even like that you actually like. If you're on that path to falling in love and especially if you really feel for her, it's going to drop. So you need to be aware of this. Okay. And you need to remember it's going to, it's, you're going to be okay. It's going to, it's going to even out again. Okay. So I think step one is having this awareness and also understanding that you're going to have that uncertainty because that's your body physiologically being like, Oh my God, regulate, regulate what's happening. So that is why Christina, why don't you tell us about what they can do about it? What can this man do about this? Yeah. I think that now you know where it's coming from. You can, Instead of pulling away and instead of maybe take a few days and tell her, let her know instead of just pulling away without without any notice because that's a woman's worst nightmare, even though we have videos on that, ladies are going to. But tell her, you know what, I just I need to I need a few days. I had a hard week and I'll be back and I'll let you know and I'll I'll keep I'll get back in touch with you at the end of the week. You're amazing. I just need to take some time for myself work through anything, any fears that you might be having. Talk to a guy friend who's had, who's in a successful relationship, who you admire. Talk to him about what's going on because that man is someone you can trust and he can help you walk. Oh, God bless you. Oh, excuse me. (laughs) He can help you walk through this. And if you find that it's just because your fears are getting in the way of this relationship, don't listen to those fears. If you find, though, there, there there are other major red flags of why you've stopped pursuing a relationship, then there's you need to start looking into those a little more. And those would be maybe she was partying all the time. I don't know. It's random. What, what yeah. are some good? Absolutely. Just, you, you know. You'll know. Men, I trust you. You'll know yeah. what the real problems are or if you're actually the problem. What I wanted to bring this to is I just wrote an article called 
the how to um, 13 steps to upgrading your relationship in times of crisis or no 13 no, 13 ways to upgrade your love life in times of crisis that is the love it. and this Genius. perfect for this time right now Genius. but it, it does focus on a man who had a really rough past and had married as I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast had married someone because it was convenient and he had to, he thought he was right. He blamed everyone else for his issues. And then finally, and then he was catapulted into a time of crisis, which was for him was World War II. And that made him step back and realize, wow, these, the, the challenges that I've been through and it's not other people. I was the problem. It was a coming to terms of of his own responsibility and that's amazing to do in times of crisis to really look back and say okay what were my actions like how can I change to move forward and how can I find peace relationship bliss and peace and upgrade my future my love life from there that article we will be posting at the bottom of this pod um show and on youtube yeah I love that Christina and definitely guys like I encourage you that, like Christina said, if there aren't huge major red flags, because l- Lord knows, you can find reasons why it won't work out with anybody. That's you true. can talk yourself in, and you can talk yourself out about just uh, out of just about any relationship. So I want you to really think about right. how do you feel when you're with that person. Stop thinking about like, oh my God, what am I? Oh, I'm nervous. I'm this and that. No, just how do you feel? Right. When you are with that person, yes. does that person make you feel like you're the best version of yourself? Is that person mm-hmm. encouraging you to be noble, to be, to, to, to express your values, yes. to share your beliefs, to, you know, does she make you feel like you are an amazing person? Like, does she make you feel good? Um, is she making you want to be the best man that you can be? I love that all, Sandra. Yeah. Yes. And if that is yes, you need to, I, I, you gotta do it. You gotta right. suck push it up. Through. Otherwise, push and through. you'll get to an amazing place. If yeah. you don't, you're just, you're just, it's not losing out yourself. Absolutely. It's going to happen with just about everybody, right. especially if the woman's worthwhile, because a lot of times also those men tend to chase women that are kind of ungettable. They're like, they love to chase. Those are the guys that love the chase. Um, and they chase those women that so that they, they, they don't think they, and they know it's not attainable. So those are the guys that are going for girls who have boyfriends or women who are married or women that just, it's not going to happen for whatever reason. That's exactly so, what happened with the yeah. the man that I was, who I was talking about. He, look at that in the book. Yeah. Yeah. Look at mm-hmm. that. See, I'm the gene, the level of genius. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's, it's something that, you know, I, 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 I'm very grateful to have been blessed with, you know, this. This brain in here. Um, Okay, so our final, final segment, and we need to go because we're on curfew right now as a country. So thrilling. Um, Netflix in quarantine. Christina, the Conti COVID classics. Can you? What are yours, please? Oh God, I know, I know. I haven't even been like watching or consuming anything. Um, My COVID classic. So uh, I actually started listening to this amazing podcast, and I have to. It's it's not something viewed; it's something listened to. Right. That's a good so. One. Let me give that's it to one. you guys. Okay. 
Um, so his name is Andy Stanley, the Your Move podcast. Mm-hmm. I love like Your Move with Andy Stanley podcast. It's you can get it on your podcast app. Oh, and I know. Um, good. And yeah, it's it's it, it it is like for my Jewish brothers and sisters. It's more of a Christian podcast, but it's cool because um, he it's not overwhelmingly like like beating you to death. With it, it's more passively just right. being like, hey, this is awesome. It was from the Bible, and this is great. And now apply it to your life and go for it. So I have been loving it. I that's I definitely would highly recommend that. I've been listening every morning. Christina, great. What about you? And for me, it's going to be Brideshead Revisited because that is yeah. the book that my article talks a little bit about with examples from. It's a fantastic book, and if you read it in tandem with my article, you'll get a lot out of it. Awesome. So recommended mm-hmm. reading and recommended listening. Yes. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in today, and we know that it's a tough time, and um, we just, we love you all, and that's that's really all. We, we, we love you. We support you. We're here. We're listening. We love you. Feel free to send us any comments, questions. We're here yes. for you. Yes, and we're happy to be a pillar of just distraction while all of this is right. going on. Mm-hmm. Um, not to be silencing any other bigger messages, but we're definitely not those people to be, you know, doing that. We're not in politics. Right. Um, it's about love and relationships and dating. About relationships. <laughs> about dating. Okay, love you guys, and we will see you guys soon. Bye. Bye.